Welcome to Awakening Genius. This is a podcast and community dedicated to your inspiration and your elevation so that you can live fully creatively expressed. I'm your guide, Dijon. Thanks for being here. Stay tuned in to get lifted. Before we get started today, I wanted to invite y'all into something very special. If you resonate with this energy that we're expressing here, then this is something that you will probably enjoy. It's an opportunity to deepen with our community and expand your current network of creatives. We now have a program here at Awakening Genius that is designed to help you embody the infinite creative potential that you have. We all have equal amounts of creative possibility living within us, and it's our work to embody it and ground it so that we can consciously co-create a world together. Now, some of us don't identify with the label artist, but being an artist is not about whether you express yourself through a specific medium, like painting or drawing. Being an artist is the level of presence you hold when you do anything. That's why an original painting is infinitely more valuable than a print because the artist actually interacted with that painting and infused it with their energy and consciousness. Art is an energetic transmission and it's not limited to the things we traditionally think of as art. When your grandmother cooks you a meal and infuses it with love, that is artistry in action. So inside of the Awakening Genius container, You learn how to cultivate high vibrational energy into the temple of your body through yogic practices. And then you will practice wielding that energy through creative exercises with community and play shops led by a diverse range of creatives. So you can express your artistry however you choose to. If that sounds intriguing to you and you wanna learn more and you wanna deepen with us, go visit www.awakeninggenius.club The link is also in the show notes, so you can access it there. We're looking forward to building with you, and now let's get into the episode. Okay, what a special episode of Awakening Genius we have today. I'm so excited because I have Katerina Satori right here. Thank you for being here, Katerina. So happy to be here. (laughs) She is a sovereignty mentor and business coach. And many people in our community already know who she is because she's such a force on Facebook and just sharing her wisdom and insight on a consistent basis. I'm very honored to have her in this space sharing more of her wit. To commune with you, Dijon. And I'd love to start with just really demystifying the word sovereignty because a lot of people in our community will get it. And a lot of people like, whoa, what's this fancy word? Sovereignty is so dear to my heart because I believe sovereignty is our birthright as divine beings, divine creators. And also sovereignty is something we get to develop and to embody and to make it real in our lives. 
So as a sovereignty mentor, I help people develop confidence, life skills that bring them meaning, prosperity, fortune, and ultimate freedom. So this is how I see it, sovereignty. And it's my desire that every person who, you know, who has this calling to make other people's lives better also knows how to create a lifestyle that not only provides for their needs, but abundantly supplies and supports their divine gifts. Aho. Mm. Aho. <laughs> and I can 100% testify to what she's saying because she's been my business coach and sovereignty mentor for the past few months. And it's been a very transformative experience, just as I imagined it would be when I sought out her assistance. And I feel like for a lot of people in my generation, we've grown up thinking that helping and being a, a quote unquote good person and making money and knowing business are divisive, are like separate things. And they're really not. Like everything is spiritual, everything is energy, and it's all about how you interface with those things. So one of the beautiful things about working with Katarina is how she bridges those worlds and allows you to recognize that serving or standing in your power and selling people something they need and will help them grow is service. So... Mm-hmm. That's been a huge shift in my paradigm of seeing things and this helped me out tremendously. So happy to hear that, John. Yeah. You know, my biggest breakthrough ha- occurred when I really examined my relationship with money. And I began to see that it's one of the most spiritual relationships I can have because money is a tool. Money is an energy. Money is a resource. And it all, it's all depends on what the intention and what use, what meaning are assigned to. And I believe, deeply believe that money really doesn't change you. It only amplifies what's already there. So if your heart is pure and virtuous and committed to service, ability to have bigger resources at hand only going to amplify your mission. And if you surrendered your life to the service of the divine, your higher self will humble your ass on the way to sovereignty. 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> that, that even if spiritual ego becomes tricky and you like begin to think of yourself as like this, not an unstoppable, but invisible, all of that, your higher self in its benevolence will give you initiations and trials to humble you and to keep you in, in the right, pure, open heart. And I think it's such a blessing. And this is one of the reasons I teach people uh, how to create quantum success in alignment with seven universal laws. And one of them is the law of pendulum. And it's the one number one thing I, I educate people with to help them to understand, to keep humility on the rise and have gratitude on the descent. Because... The law of pendulums says that rhythm compensates, right? So expansion, contraction, expansion, contraction. We cannot bypass it. It's a universal law of the universe. So we're going to be on the rise and we're going to go on a descent. But how do you keep your heart open? How do you keep your faith going and your trust? That's really a sign of your maturity, of your depth, and uh, of your relationship to the universe. Yes, I definitely understand exactly what you're talking about because there have been times in my personal path 
when I've had an upswing of consciousness or money or recognition from my art and you're like, oh, that's it. Like I've made it, I'm there, blah, blah, blah. And then the universe will come and smack you down and be like, but what about this? Like, what about this aspect of your being? And it's, it's always a good remembrance to be humble. And the value of being humble is if you're in that egoic place, you're not in a receptive state. So you can't learn anything, you know? And there's a balance between being in your masculine and taking steps towards your highest self and being in your feminine and receiving the, the wisdom from source. And that's like the center point of the Sri Yantra between the masculine coming down and the feminine. So there's a very particular balance. And I feel like you walk that line very well. So good to receive this reflection. Thank you. Thank you. And Sri Yantra is my favorite sacred geometry symbol. Mm. You know, I carried it in, as a blueprint for life. Yeah. Wonderful. So maybe you could explain a couple of the laws or maybe one more of the laws. You said there were seven laws and you mentioned one. That's very interesting to me. This is the, the number one is that uh, universe is mental in nature. That's the quantum law of success, universal law of hermetic philosophy. This is number one. Universe is mind. It's mental in nature. So when I, as my personal philosophy, if I take a client on a, as a business client, it's non-negotiable for me that they already on, have deep spiritual practice. Why? Because I can help them accelerate so much. They already have an understanding of the power of the mind, of mastering, disciplining their thoughts. So this is the next level. I help them understand that, hey, the power of creating everything from within, everything from within. So empowered creatives don't chase anybody. If the nature of the universe is mental, you can bend space. You can't bend time. And the only limitations that you run into is the one that you agree. The same thing when I train somebody on sales, as there is no sovereignty without ability to sell, mm -hmm. ability to ignite a spark of possibility in another human being. It's called the power of enrollment. So I often say the only objections you cannot overcome are the ones that in your own mind. Mm -hmm. So it's all, everything that shows up in your business, every business problem is a personal problem in disguise. So <laughs> that's what I mean by universe is mental. And I always say, examine your mind where you still don't believe that you're worthy, where you still believe that when you receive, somebody loses where you still believe in separation. So especially in the spiritual community, Dijon, people say there's this deep wounding of poverty consciousness or unworthiness because unconsciously people feed separation. I believe when you invest with me as your coach, you don't invest with me. You invest with source consciousness through me. And the same thing when I receive... Uh, divine compensation through my service. I don't receive it from you. I receive it from source through you. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge paradigm shift because if you think that you're receiving your abundance, your resources from other people, you will keep running into guilt and unworthiness and all of that. But if you, re you really cultivate the mind that it all comes from the same source consciousness, 
and the universe gives you the resources appropriate for your mission through other people, you can keep expanding in your ability to receive and be a shining example for others of what it looks like to be an, an, an awakened leader who builds the new, new earth through embodiment. Thank you for that wisdom. Yes. Mm. I think it's a profound level of maturity and self-realization to see all relationships as reflection. Like that's the non-dual way of seeing, whether that be an intimate relationship or a relationship in a sales conversation or whatever, because human consciousness is one consciousness. It can be experienced as an individual set of consciousnesses like leaves on a tree, but ultimately when you go deep enough, that's one tree. And I think an example everyone can relate to is in romantic relationships, like a healthy romantic relationship, I feel like involve people recognizing the other as a mirror for yourself. And if you're really frustrated with one aspect of their being, then it's a good chance it's a disowned part of yourself that you're unconscious of. So being able to notice it, not ignore it because you have to go through things. You can't just be like, oh, it's fine. I love unconditionally. It's not an issue. Like you have to address it, but it's how you address it that is what determines if you move forward or not. Is it on a teamwork and say, hey, I'm noticing this in the field. (laughs) and I'm curious about what your experience of it is and then you can sit on the same side of the table and talk about it together Mm. and remove the discomfort or address the discomfort as a team. Wow, that is such a beautiful way to approach it. I'm noticing it in the field. Thank you for this, Dijon. I love that. Yeah, I remember my friend said that Star Wars thing, there's a disturbance in the force. Mm. That's a really good one too. <laughs> I'm I'm sensing a disturbance in the force. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm so glad we're recording this because this is so good. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because then it's like it depersonalizes everything. And since my energy has been like up leveling, I've had some energies where people feel like they want to challenge me, whether they're like trolling on my Instagram page or just like confronting me about something in person. And I recognize that it's just a specific energy, right? There's energies present on the earth plane that want to keep humans at a certain frequency range, like a band that's, it's a low vibrational frequency range. So sometimes those energies come through people to test if you're like rooted enough to just deflect it or whether you get really, you know, entangled with it or whatever. So I always find it valuable to just remember in the same way that you said, money does not come from people, it comes through people from source. Everything is from source, including the the negative or challenging things. There's just a certain way to test your way of being, right? Mm -hmm. So it's in sports, right? You wouldn't be like, Oh, that person tried to keep me from scoring, trying to block my shot. It's that's the game. That is the game. They're trying to keep you from scoring so that you have resistance to step into your full power. This is one of the reasons I so love entrepreneurship, Dijon. And I think we live in such a phenomenal time where creatives like you and I, right? Creatives like people who are going to listen to this podcast, who see themselves as creatives, can truly become empowered creatives. Mm. Because the future belongs to creatives. 
that's it. Mm. I watched the TED Talk and you and I had this conversation before that artificial intelligence, this is not a sci-fi fiction. This is reality and it's only gaining speed and momentum. So a particular year into the future, a lot of jobs are going to be keeping being replaced by artificial intelligence. And the only thing that cannot be replaced is by original creative human thought. Mm. So if there is a ripe opportunity for creatives to rise and start seeing themselves as entrepreneurs, to start taking responsibility, wow, I suck at sales. I'm going to do everything in my power to become an incredibly inspiring salespreneur. Mm. Or I'm terrified of camera being on live streams, but we know that social media outperforms email. So I just, I follow my, one of my favorite marketing um, role models, Frank Kern, and he just did a post on LinkedIn that social media outperforms email 60%, Dijon. Mm. So less and less, less people open emails. And this is just something that we got to be aware as creatives to see the trends, to align with the trends, to be ahead of a trends, but bring our consciousness with it. Yes. This is why I feel so excited about it because uh, when the creative feels deeply supported by his or her gifts, he unleashes the next level of magic. Yes. And that is beautiful. It's captivating to see. It's inspiring. It moves you. It alters you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. And that's the nature of time right now is whatever is the most popular medium, whether it's email today and social media tomorrow or this social media platform today and another one tomorrow, it's changing so rapidly. So we really have to let go of our attachment to something and continue to learn as things evolve. Yeah. Yeah. And find joy in that. Find joy. Like, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable when you learn a new skill, but eventually you find power in that. You find freedom in that. Like I see you, uh, you're already such a multidimensional powerhouse as you are. And you're, you're such a rapid implementer. And I just see you continue to spread your wings and what you're able to accomplish with your vision, with your creative gifts, and with your business skills. It's phenomenal. And this is what I desire for more creatives. True sovereignty. Because when you are sovereign, then you create your own economy. You really create your own economy. That's what we're moving towards. New Earth is here. It's already here. Mm -hmm. And we are the living codes of what is possible. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, and, and the greatest capital is our attention, our focus. That's the greatest capital because anyone can create anything, right? Like people are like, oh, I don't have time or I don't know how to do this. But if it's if you were tasked with learning one skill and you had eternity to do it and that's all you had to do, could you do it, right? The answer is obviously yes. And the way the world used to work is we didn't have access to information. Like access was a problem. Mm -hmm. And now we have access to everything. Like you can learn how to do anything on the internet. You can basically talk to anyone through social media. And there's so many things fighting for our attention. So we're scattered in where we're putting our energy and what we're building. So it seems like nothing gets done. And the mm -hmm. cure-all for that is focus. Yeah. 
focusing your attention in one place until you're complete with that task. Multitasking is, is actually not helpful. It's a possibility, but single tasking is really how to be accomplished as a creative. Yeah, that is such a key distinction that you're sharing. Absolutely. I love, I, I love turning off my Wi-Fi, just working in 45 minute sprints. And it's been powerful. I, I continually experiment, like what works for me one week, it works differently another week. Mm. I like to break down my days, like Friday is my creativity day where I create something new, you know, and Monday I do podcasts and connect with my tribe and, and Wednesday I write, I focus on my book. That works for me to break down the days and, I love and that. each day has a theme. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. So what's your book? Ooh, the one that is scary to write and the one that I pretend I will never publish. So the, <laughs> these are the, 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 the tricks that I trick my mind to continue to write it. It's a book that is going to be, it has a character. Of, so the, it's going to be, I would say, about the visionary heart. What does it mean? The unique challenges the visionary mind and the visionary mind and the visionary heart and about leadership for this new earth. It's forming itself. But for now, I just, my duty is to sit down at the same time on Wednesday and Thursday and let the message follow through. And this book is so real and raw, Dijon that I just tell myself, I'll never publish it. So if I never publish it, what would I really say? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm so glad you're going through that process. I've written a, a screenplay that's like kind of a memoir. And I noticed when I was writing and I was like, oh, I could be more honest about my experience. And when I got to a place of just true, real, raw honesty, like I remember reading it and being like, whoa, that's like really deep. And it was also so liberating to not have secrets or shame or whatever. You're just like, this happened. And it's part of the story of how I became the person that I am. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Yeah, it's beautiful. It, it, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's how we tap into our true genius. You know, that raw creative beauty and you, you just surrender to it there is no way you can control it you you create space so that's why i say it's my duty i show up for my creative muse mm -hmm. and i say hello creative muse i look good i'm ready i feel good let's do this yes <laughs> that's it's all about the space yeah 100 yeah. yeah. this has been so insightful and there's so many nuggets and i'd like to keep the podcast relatively short because yeah. I want people to be able to process everything. And if you go back and listen again, I'm sure you'll be able to absorb a lot more. Before we go, is there anything that you would like to share about programs you're offering or ways to connect with you? Yeah, yeah. I am on Facebook. If people find me on my personal page on Facebook, Katarina Satori, it's a constant lighthouse of inspiration and sharing live streams and trainings. And I have two programs that are available all year round to support people. One is Frequency Shift, and it's all about upgrading your vibration. And another one is a more mystical level program called Working with Ascended Masters. Mm. 
And it's a really beautiful journey. There is a special tuition that is available in January. So if you go to my Facebook and just click on my banner, you will see it. It's right there. Mm. So yeah, I love giving people spiritual tools to support them because that is the foundation. If your spirit is strong, you will, be t- you will take bigger risks in business. But if you are confused on the soul level, oh, forget it. <laughs> so always coming back to that spiritual essence and to knowing who you are and uh, connecting to the source consciousness. And this is the biggest joy for me. I love it. Yeah. It comes down to trust that the universe will support you. Yes. Yeah, it's a fundamental question. Somebody said the only question you get to ask in your lifetime is this one. Is this a friendly universe or not? That's it. If you answer that question, you can be free. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Katerina. It was an honor and a pleasure. (laughs) I loved every moment of it. Thank you so much for having me. All right. I'll leave some links to how you can connect with Katerina in the show notes. This is Awakening Genius. We're out. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Awakening Genius and that you feel closer to embodying your full creative expression. If you like what we're doing here, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Connect with us on social media at Awakening Genius. And if you want to go deeper into anything we talked about on this episode, you can go to awakeninggenius.club. This is Dijon. Much love. Peace.